0: Imagine subjecting yourself to every decision you've ever made being reviewed. Find out in this episode of what God has to go through.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
0: Welcome to Inverse. My name is Justin. I'm here with my friends in the studio. We are in the midst of a study on the book of Daniel. 13 weeks, a whole quarter, what we call. And we are in the, where are we? We're in chapter 7 of Daniel. We're looking at different uh, narratives in the book of Daniel and different characters, different character attributes that we need to have, especially in the last days. And now we're in the segment and talking about the prophecies. We're going to have a word of prayer, and we're going to dive into the text of Daniel chapter 7. So, Kelly, can you pray for us? Yes.
2: Father in heaven, we thank you for the gift of your word. And we thank you that you gave it to us um, and also you decided to help us understand it. Mm-hmm. And so I pray that you'd send your Holy Spirit, that you would open our eyes and help us to see things clearly. And may we apply these things to our lives also. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So, Jonathan, let's go to Daniel chapter 7, mm-hmm. verse 9, 9 through something there, 9 through All 14. Right. And this part as we looked at Daniel 7, the first half. Mm-hmm we looked at the narrative but we're looking at the prophecy of the second half there specifically.
3: All right. Daniel 7 verse 9 says, I watched till thrones were put in place and the Ancient of Days was seated. His garment was white as snow and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame, its wheels a burning fire, a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. A thousand thousands ministered to him, ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated and the books Were opened. I watched then because of the sound of the pompous words which the horn was speaking. I watched till the beast was slain and its body destroyed and given to the burning flame. As for the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. Then the, to him was given dominion and glory and kingdom that all peoples, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom, the one which shall not be destroyed. All right.
0: So, Siku, we've been covering a lot in the book of Daniel. What have we covered thus far and, and help us set up where Daniel chapter 7 is at?
1: Okay. Um First, very briefly, we mm-hmm. talked about characteristics of God's people, mm-hmm. um, looking at the life of Daniel, um, the character traits that he exhibited, which mirror the character of God mm-hmm. and the characteristics we have to have in the end days. And then we started going into the prophecies in the book of Daniel that God committed to Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's beginning with the one that he committed to Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel interpreted Daniel, two. Daniel mm-hmm. chapter 2. And here in chapter 7, we see a parallel prophecy to Daniel chapter 2. Yeah where you have these kingdoms, successive kingdoms, one coming after the other, from Babylon, Middle Persia, Greece, and then finally Rome. Yeah. Um, and in Daniel chapter 7, they're represented by four beasts. And then finally in, cha- in verse 8, you have this little horn that comes up. And the text that we read now is around the same time, the same time as this little horn is coming up, there's yeah. also a judgment scene that is being set up yeah. concurrently. So, that's where we are. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Sure, that's, this is awesome. So, I mean, this is a pretty crazy scene that we see here. Mm. Uh, what's going on here? I mean, there's thrones, ancient days, it's snowing, there's fire. <laughs> uh, what, what, help us out. Jonathan.
3: Well, uh, what we see here is, uh, as, as Siki was sharing, you had kind of the timeline of Earth's history, and suddenly the, the camera, so to say, is moving from earth up somewhere else. This mm-hmm. doesn't look like the earth here. You have the Ancient of Days. You know, in my Bible, the Ancient of Days, it's all caps here. So it, it, this is talking about God mm-hmm. uh, doing something very special. He's white as snow. His, his garment is white as snow. It's not snowing. Mm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and so there's, there's his throne. It's the throne of God. has fiery flames. There's thousands and ten thousands of probably angels. And then there's books being opened. So, uh, and then as later on we see the the Son of Man, is, which has already been in this book uh, visible to us in Daniel chapter three. And mm-hmm. uh, now Jesus is appearing on the scene, and uh, we see that there is a judgment taking place. There is a, a court. Um, uh, see, the court is seated. There is now uh, a court is in, in. How do you say this? A court session. is in session.
0: Yes. In session. Yeah. 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 Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you see that in verse ten? The court yeah. was seated and the yes. books were were. were this opened. is taking
3: place in in heaven. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or, or in 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 a supernatural place. This, this doesn't look like Earth.
0: Either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the timeline of this, this is actually happening around the same time or, or after. I say uh, I should say after the time of the little horn. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
1: After the rise of the
0: Lord. After the rise, yes, Yes. thank you. So, question, I mean, mean, aren't we judged after we die? I mean, you watch the movies and you watch the dumb shows on TV and, you know, you die and your spirit comes up and you go into this court and all these people are staring at you and your name is called and, Mm. you know, classic, you know, Siku... Your good deeds are, you know, 100. Your your bad deeds are 101. So Sorry. 100 minus 101 is negative 1. And then you go downstairs. So then Aww. Callie comes up and good deeds are positive 100 and her bad deeds are negative 99. So oh, <laughs> she eked out by 1. And she she gave someone her lollipop in 4th grade that she, she could have sacrificed. So then she gets to go to heaven. Like, isn't that the case? Is that what's happening here? Um, no. <laughs> That's uh, very good. No. No. Um, Help us out. Um, bring this down to us. Make this. Well, uh, make this an earthly I think
3: uh, what I like here in, in verse ten is, is the books were opened. Uh, in the Bible, there is a whole bunch of books mentioned. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the Bible tells us in in the book of Psalms, and of course, I don't remember where. I think it's fifty six that the God is he is uh, remembering. Um, uh, he's remembering our pain. He's remembering the suffering we go through. There is, there is a record of our lives uh, in, in the Bible, and we know that's the book of life yes. as mentioned. So uh, heaven is very interested in what's going on down here, and every experience, every, every life situation, good or bad, is being recorded in heaven um, and is being looked at here in this judgment scene mm-hmm. um, because it is important for God to... Uh, to well it's for God and for the angels we see there's thousands of angels involved here as well Mm -hmm. to understand the decisions that God makes Mm -hmm. it's important to understand um, why because there has to be at some point a decision has to be made who can go to heaven so even though the shows are silly and off and not not from the Bible there is a judgment that determines are you going to be saved or not Mm -hmm. and this is what's taking place here
0: so I want to say... means you're going to speak out? Yeah, yes, so I want
1: to say that the, we know from the Bible that when you die, your spirit doesn't go up to heaven and sit in a court and get judged because mm-hmm. when you're dead, you're dead, right? Mm. So, firstly, those TV shows are inaccurate in yes, that way. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And this judgment... I guess maybe what they're alluding to is that this is happening concurrently with events that are still t- transpiring on earth, right? Mm-hmm. So you have stuff that's happening on earth. And as Jonathan said, in in a heavenly realm, there's something else that's happening. It's almost like the veil is being drawn mm-hmm. apart. And you see there's there there's this little horn power that is, you know, trying to ascend up to heaven. But in heaven, then there's the judgment that opens and Earth, the earth is being judged, but not just the earth being judged. Um, what is being judged is the events that have transpired in salvation history. Mm-hmm. And when you when you really look at it, the Ancient of Days being seated, um, the events that have transpired throughout salvation history have to do with God, who has been acting throughout salvation history. Mm-hmm. So while, yes, am I going to be in heaven, you know, did I do good, etc., I'm not the one who's able to do good in my own power. And if mm. I'm saved, it's not because of my own strength. It's really, can God save mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. So in the end, me being judged means God is being judged mm-hmm. on whether God can save me mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. And so while this while stuff is happening on earth, there's a judgment that, that begins into God's ability to save people mm-hmm. throughout, throughout the history throughout of the history. world.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Kelly, I mean, there's some people who, who encounter this text and like they freak out. I mean, they're afraid of the judgment i mean this yeah. is just like they don't even want to open daniel or any of the apocalyptic books i mean mm-hmm. like how does how is this a good thing rather than the freaking
2: uh if i could fast forward a little bit to verse 22. You, some mm-hmm. of the phrasing there really comforts me mm-hmm. um so until the ancient of days came and a judgment was made in favor of the saints of the Most High, and the time came for the saints to possess the kingdom. That um, this this judgment comes about, and you know, it's not like the 199 thing that you were doing mm-hmm. <laughs> earlier. Of you know, our salvation does come um, through our faith in Jesus Christ, and it's not whether or not I gave a lollipop to Sally in fourth grade. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Sally, for keeping it to myself. But um, it's not it's not about that. But it is about which which side that we have chosen mm-hmm. in our life, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's done in in our favor. And you know, you think about it in we don't like the judgment sometimes but other times in our lives we clearly do because when you see someone who does something hurtful to someone else and they get away with it that hurts us like they need there needs to be and justice, justice. Mm-hmm. and you know jesus is or god is in a different position you know in the sense of he wants everyone to be saved because even those who are wayward are still his children mm-hmm. um, but god is still just mm-hmm. and so it is it is scary but only if we're on the wrong side mm-hmm. so if we have if we have chosen jesus and if we have devoted our life to him then there's nothing to be afraid of yeah yeah, yeah. it's just a matter
0: romans 8:1 there's no condemnation mm-hmm. no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus that's right yeah. I, and I love the I love the, the verse 22 that you you brought out. Uh, the ju- judgment was made in favor or in mm. for, in pro mm-hmm. yeah, for you're, you're them. On your side. So mm-hmm. the judgment, the investigation is going on to to justify mm-hmm. uh, the saints, not to, yeah. To, yeah. to to pick them out.
2: And another part of it too is it's not just about us, but it's also investigating of God. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. is God really who he says he is? Did he really do the loving thing. Does it really all make sense? And this is a time where we can mm-hmm. really see all of what God did and why, mm-hmm. and he can mm-hmm. fully be justified even in our sight, which is is a very humbling thing for God to do because yeah. He really owes us
1: no explanation.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. such to backtrack could, from the God. from the
1: judging God part, but just to go back to what we're saying yeah. about um, the judgment being in our favor, um, and to allude back to Romans chapter eight, that He who spared not his own son but gave him up for us all how mm. shall he not with him also freely give us all things right mm. so if god is sitting in judgment and god has already done everything to save me why would i be afraid to go before him in judgment mm. when he's obviously on my side yeah. you know like it's, it's like, like jesus <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> like what else jesus do? jesus came to die for your sins and mm. jesus is sitting there no mm. god sent jesus to die for your sins he is the one who's sitting mm. there so why would i be afraid to go
2: before so, so him? if there
0: is someone who is afraid what is that indication of
2: I think it, it reminds me of, you know, there is no, there's no fear in love, a perfect love casts out all fear. And it's just a misunderstanding of God and of salvation and of gospel, maybe parts of it. But I know for me, like it was, I, I was very afraid of, of the judgment. I was afraid of the books of Daniel Revelation, um, just because like, all well, these scary things happen there. And it was a misunderstanding of, I don't stand in the judgment in my own merits, I stand mm-hmm. in Jesus' merits. That's right. um, and so it's like, I don't have to go there and say like, well, God, I did do these nice things, so if that's okay, thanks. Like that's not, but that, that's kind of the mentality of like, am I good enough? And the answer is no, you're not good enough, but Jesus is, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah.
3: But uh, yeah. going off that, in the Bible, in the, in the greater narrative of the Bible, we see that Satan... Uh, you know, he has accuser. rebelled against God. He's the accuser yep. of the brethren. He he's not just accusing us. He's, he, I mean, he's pointing his finger in, in Zechariah. He, he's, you know, saying, oh, you know, isn't this guy's filthy sinner. Yep. And God says, hey, God is rebuking Satan. Mm-hmm. And Satan is accusing uh, God's people, but he's also accusing God yep. of being unfair and being uh, not, uh, not doing the right thing. So in this trial, in this judgment, as God is trying to save us, God has to make sure that everyone, including Satan, will see that he has been dealing with us fairly mm. and that, his, that, his, uh, um, that he's allowed to give grace mm. because God is not just, all right, I'm just going to invent grace and do this now. He has the legal right to do it. The mm-hmm. death of Christ um, gives him the, the legal right to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that is something that Satan cannot argue with.
0: The question remains, if we have that assurance in Christ Jesus, if we're afraid of the judgment or if we're looking at the judgment of God. More details after the break.
1: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. Well, dear, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion.
0: Hey, welcome back. So we're in the talking about judgment and I know some people hate this topic of judgment it freaks them out it wigs them out and just like you said it's sometimes we're so we're living in our own world right and we just see all my bad stuff and all my good stuff that's all that we see and for sure the judgment's going to be a very bad 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 experience but if we see how Bib the bible portrays it it's zoomed out and it's just more than us I would say even more than Jesus saving us mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and uh, it's a wonderful news that Jesus saved saved me saved you saved Amen. all View. that's that's great but maybe zooming even out of that kind of uh perspective and that god is justifying these accusations that that satan has made um sika what's going on in in the flow of daniel help us out where I mean, we talked about uh, two and seven but uh, what, what does 7 point us towards as well?
1: Oh, well, we're going to come to, you know, you go to ch- chapter 8. Mm. I think we already mentioned going from chapter 2 to chapter 7 mm-hmm. that there's this repetition that happens. Mm-hmm. But well, the way that the Bible does it is repeats the, the broad spe- the broad picture and then it, zo- zones, it zooms in mm-hmm. on a certain por- portion and enlarges on that. Yeah. And so so okay, that's I just,
0: gonna, like, I just it's think, like, this, think this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or this. And that's what's going to continue to happen in you know, yeah.
1: chapter 7, then chapter 8 and then with an explanation in chapter 9 yeah. and actually it zooms into this section that we're talking about, about yeah. this judgment that happens before Jesus comes. Mm-hmm. Um, this investing gate of judgment into the God's dealings and God's workings Mm -hmm. and um, when you were the the, the comments you made before if I could uh, loop back to that um, it just made me think about the story of Job Right? Um, talking about the investigation that happens, the story of Job, where, you know, the, the the devil goes up to God and is like, oh, the earth is mine. Everybody's like, basically following me. And God says, have you seen Job? Right? Mm -hmm. And so what's happening in the heavenly realm is there's this question about, is God being fair in the way that he's dealing with Job? Mm -hmm. And in Job's life, he goes through all this crisis. So you have stuff that's happening on earth, kind of like what's, what we talked about here in Daniel, what's happening on earth. But there's a bigger question that's happening in heaven about has God been fair in the way that he's dealing with his people? Mm-hmm. And so this judgment this judgment, or these questions that are being asked and being answered, yes, they are being played out in our lives. Mm-hmm. But the way that they're being played out in our lives is a commentary on what God is doing actually. Mm So me me being faithful to God is a commentary on whether God is worthy of my Mm -hmm. trust Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. so every time that I choose to be faithful to him even though I'm being thrown in a fiery furnace or I'm being thrown in a lion's den etc every single time I make those kind of decisions I'm saying that God is the kind of God who is worthy of my trust even when I don't understand the entire picture Mm -hmm. and that it comes in the judgment about who God is and God's character
0: mm-hmm. all of this is is like you're saying it's about God's character at the end so uh, uh, connect this for us and I think we've kind of touched upon it but we got kind of hit and, and run hit, hit and run uh is is uh what's the connection between God being investigated and and uh, God being judged and our trust for him Mm. Make, make make solidify that you know <laughs> cement it and then put super glue in it and oh. then lock it in, <laughs> to Jonathan, and then well you can uh too it. many too many yeah.
2: <laughs> things in there um it's just how can we how can we fully trust god if we don't fully know um, and again, I just love though is that God doesn't owe us an explanation. Like He is God, and He mm-hmm. is He is above us, and so He doesn't have to. Like there's no like external like laws. Like God, you have to explain yourself to the humans. God, like God does it all Himself. Mm-hmm. But he says, you know, I want to have such a, a trusting relationship. I want there to be no secrets, no confusion, and just full
0: transparency. transparency. Yeah, yeah, boom, um,
2: And boom, so right we just have to. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. So, um, and.
0: But I think this is a, a fresh thought because mm-hmm. you don't hear about this. I mean, all the TV shows have you, when you die, you go to heaven and you get the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But the, bo- the Bible doesn't portray that. The Bible shows yeah. a transparent God wanting himself to be audited yeah. uh, by, you know, By all the beings in the universe. Anyway, I'm I'm stealing your thunder. Keep going. Just that
2: that idea of love awakens love as much as trust awakens trust. Mm. And so God wants to enjoy that intimacy with us. And so He's like, you know, I'm, I mean, In so many ways, like, I'm going to go the extra mile. We're like extra billion miles always. Mm -hmm. Like, here's Jesus. Here's an auditing group. Like, here's everything Mm -hmm. that me as God can even, like, fathom to just give you more and more reasons to trust me. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. And
3: God is really a God of vulnerability. He makes himself vulnerable in this process uh, because... What if something would come up and we would realize, well, he's not fair, Mm -hmm. you know? Then we have a reason to distrust him. The beautiful picture that we see here is that, and then when you connect it to Revelation, Revelation nineteen talks about uh, after the fact, when we are in heaven and so on, we are going to um, exclaim that God is just. All your judgments are fair. Mm -hmm. We will see everyone in the universe, including those who are lost, Mm -hmm. will will say, you know, that God is fair and that His dealings have been right in in the way he has been Mm -hmm. dealing Mm
0: -hmm. and some people can say well he's god i mean he can kind of finagle the finagle finagle (laughs) can mess with the parameters to make himself look good Mm -hmm. right so how do you answer that i mean if
1: god could mess with the parameters you're talking about um we're judged by the law right Mm. and messing with the parameters would mean changing his law or changing changing the standard Mm -hmm. if god could have done that jesus would not have gone to the cross Mm -hmm. like he jesus on the cross is the most powerful argument for the God didn't
0: mess with the parameters. Yeah, and yeah. for
1: the and for the the weight of yes. the law. Mm-hmm. Right? That God did not change the law even to save God himself. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, yeah. Um so so that 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 argument is yeah. not, you know out the door. Yeah. And I wanted to to, to speak to can I, okay. can I can I can I pivot? All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> to to the, back to the, the transparency thing. Um what it brings to my mind is Genesis chapter two. Mm. Where at the beginning when God created everything, it says at the end of chapter two, the very last thing that it tells us is that Adam and his wife were naked and they were unashamed. Mm. And then in chapter three you have sin entering into the world. This this notion of transparency, like being able to be seen completely and, and just seen through through you know, through all this stuff, there there are no barriers. That was how God created things to be. But sin has come into the world. And what sin does is when you are open and you are transparent and you make yourself vulnerable, Mm. you get hurt. Mm -hmm. And so we put up walls and we put up barriers. And what God has done and is doing is he's saying, I'm going to take the first step and make myself vulnerable, make myself completely transparent. Mm -hmm. That means you can hurt me. And you know what? When he did that, we did hurt him. Mm -hmm. We put him on a cross. Mm -hmm. That was God being vulnerable. But he says, I'm going to take that step so that we can get back to the place where we can be open with one another, Mm -hmm. where we can be completely transparent with each other. It starts with God himself. He's like, I'm going to open myself up to you. Mm
3: -hmm. What's mm -hmm. what's beautiful is in this entire process, really what we call the plan of salvation God is with us at every step. So, you, you know, when you look at the Old Testament and even the New Testament, Jesus is being presented to us as our high priest, as the one who stands with us, between us and sure condemnation of the law, but he brings grace to us and, and, and freedom from that and the victory that comes with trusting in Jesus. So he is with us in this courtroom, so to say, as our representative. And when our case is called up, um, he is the one that is being Uh, Is standing in for us, Mm -hmm. and his righteousness is seen, not my my lacking righteousness. You know,
0: as you're talking, I'm thinking, as you're all all three of you're talking, I was thinking, you know, us just still being here. Yeah. is also another testament of of god's god's love and fairness right mm-hmm. like if he could control everything he snap we wouldn't be uh, exactly here in this kind of condition right and and some people say well the reason why we're here is is more evidence that god doesn't exist and god's god's just playing around with us but you see around. that there there will be an end to things yes and so the question that that I always like: Why, why two thousand three hundred years? Why, why the time? Why, 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 why six thousand, you know, whatever years, thousand years it is? And so God is allowing all the permutations of sin right. to happen in human history, mm-hmm. so that they never happen again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so here in in, in chapter uh, seven, verse ten, you see the ten thousand, thousand, thousands of these all these angels and Ewoks and you know Vulcans and Martians <laughs> all around. Okay. And so God is placing Himself in a IRS investigation, uh, kind of a third-party investigator. They have free will. They have free access. They can mm-hmm. go ask any question they want. And God says, "Hey, I'm not going to interfere in this investigation whatsoever." Mm-hmm. Find your report on the presidential, you know, or whatever scandal. You and you'll you'll find nothing there. Kind of kind of scene thing going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Um, I find this like what, what does this reveal about God's character? He's 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 vulnerable. We mentioned that he's transparent. Mm-hmm. Anything else that we can get from God's character?
2: I know you keep using the word that God's really fair. And I think I think he is. But even, I also think in a big way, he's not, but in our favor. Hmm. And that, like, to be fair, we should all die. We don't deserve Jesus. That would be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the, God is just so generous. Mm. Um, and that's that's a word that comes to my mind a lot. of Just mm-hmm. the, the grace upon grace and Jesus and the auditing. But all that's like, man, you are, so you're fair in, in the law way, but not like, oh, you you sin, so you deserve to die, because that, that's fair. But like, okay, so we have this law here, and I need to, you know, meet that. So yeah. I'll send Jesus, and oh, also you want to make sure you trust me. Okay, cool. So auditing, and I feel like we are literally just—I mean, the Exodus Israelites—we're complaining about everything. Like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> this is bad. And God's like, okay, what else can I do for these people? Yeah. But just the generosity of God mm-hmm. that just never stops.
0: Which is out. not not at a free expense. No, I it's mean, not. It's, it's expensive. it's eternal loss of the the one of the persons of Godhead. Yeah. The rodhead, so know?
2: like that's like it's not even just yeah little gifts okay what else can i give like i mean literally he pours out heaven in the gift of jesus christ so so generous another Uh, another thing
1: of 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 what it tells us about god this god being judged reminds me of daniel chapter 6 okay where um they looked they combed through the life of daniel Mm. to find something Wrong or something to to bring against him. (laughs) He prays, (laughs) that's it. (laughs) Yeah, and 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 they couldn't find anything.
0: And what? That's an interesting connection, yeah.
1: And in Daniel's life, he was consistent. Like even even when they got to the point where they said the only way we can get him is if we get him on his prayer life, he remained consistent in Mm -hmm. his prayer life, even. And that that speaks to the, I guess, that consistency makes you dependable. Like you're faithful. And we know that God, putting Himself out there to be judged that way, God is consistent. Mm -hmm. we can depend on him so Mm -hmm. what God who God is we can we can trust he was that he is that, right. and he ever will be that. Mm-hmm. We can trust him.
0: And the only fault they found with Daniel was his godly was- connection. Mm-hmm. And the only fault they found with Jesus was his connection with God, right. which he died for. That's an yeah. that's mm-hmm. really interesting parallel there. Um, okay, so we've, we've talked about these heavenly things and these courts, and then we got the Ewoks and all these things. So, but what, 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 what does <laughs> yeah. that mean for the one who's sitting at home, who's driving in their car and listening to this podcast, for that mm. person who is, you know, our grandmother who's watching this in, in, in their homes? What do we do? What's the practical implication? We say, thank you, Lord, for being generous. And then, I mean, what, what, what?
3: We haven't really talked much about the fact that judgment also has the point of, you know, um, making sure that sin will no longer arise. Yes. Uh, so in this whole process, uh, God is fair, even in the elimination of sin and sinners mm-hmm. who are not saved. Mm-hmm. And so we can be thankful that God is going to make things right. Everyone's calling okay. for justice. So we have assurance. We
0: have thankfulness. That's right. Okay. We, also have the,
3: I mean, sure, but we also have the, I mean, if anyone we also have the, we also have the assurance that Christ is with us in the okay. entire process. We have
0: assurance that yeah. Jesus is with us the whole process. Yes, Callie?
2: Give up any kind of self-justification or I'll mm-hmm. make myself good enough or yes. just accept Jesus' righteousness and live in response to his love.
0: My things just kind of effervesce away. What yep. can, what, what stop can it. I do? Stop okay. it. <laughs> Siku, what I'll, can I do?
1: For me, the word becomes trust.
0: Trust. I can mm-hmm. trust
1: God. That God is, God is there in the process from beginning to end. Yes. And so if He needs me to be holy in order yes. for me to make it, He's going to make it happen because He's in the whole process. There you
0: go. Him. God has wholeheartedly emptied Himself for us and our response should be wholeheartedly emptying ourselves for Him. And if you haven't done that right now, trust yourself in the judgment process. Just, uh, trust, put yourself in His trust. Just empty out if you haven't done already. That's my continual prayer. That's the prayer of my friends here. Hopefully it's yours. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week here on Inverse.
1: You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopeTV.org. Find us on social media. Hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.